It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Good evening. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel, your humble servant. Um, I want to start the show with a quote about love that I thought makes a lot of sense. Just share it with you to start the show. It said, you must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And I agree with that, that when you love somebody, because of the trust and the love, you don't have to supervise them, control them, watch them, snoop on them, like there's some prisoners or, or, or if they're like possibly going to do something bad, right? You must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. I love that quote and I agree with it. Anyway, back to you, back to you questions, back to you situation. Call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Ashley. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Ashley. Somebody really likes you, but you don't really like them back. What's going on? Yeah, you know, I have this guy who, like, really has a lot of interest in me, and he's been asking me out on all these dates, and he's such a nice guy. But I just don't feel for him the way he feels for me. And I have no idea how to just say no and just tell him gently that I'm not into him. Okay. Uh, how long this serenade has been going? He's been pursuing me for like a good three months. And how close, you know, has he been to kiss you or is, has he been inappropriate or is it or not at all? No, not at all. He's, he's a super gentleman, but he's always asking me to take me out to dinner do I want to, you know, see a movie at his place? Like, you know, all of these things. And I'm just like, no, I'm not really that interested. But I don't know how to actually say I'm not interested. Um, what's your fear? I mean, you could just simply say, uh, listen, uh, I'm happy we're friends, but that's what we're going to be. Um, mm. I, just, I want, you know, I want this friendship to work, to be a long-time friendship. And if he goes, why? It's just simply because, you know, I just, I'm not in, 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 in dating right now and, um, Honestly, you know, I just want us to be friends. I have no, you know, chemistry with you. And you just say it mm -hmm. like that once. I have no chemistry with you. So, you know, I'm happy with friends. That's all. Okay. All right. I'll definitely try that. Thank you so much, Simon. You got it. It will liberate him from the illusion yes. that he has a chance. So you can liberate yes. yourself from the burden and liberate him from the burden of trying, thinking if I try another six months, maybe, maybe Ashley will say yes. So it's like liberating. Mm-hmm. You're right. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. The truth will set you free, Ashley. Thanks and have a good night. Good night. Coming up, I am going to go answer a voicemail from somebody who has a question for a friend of theirs. So let's see what this voicemail is about next. If you have a question for me 24-7, you leave me a voicemail, please, at 855-905-8255, and I'll get to it, just like for this one. Bonjour, Simon. I have a friend who is in a terrible situation with a guy, and I need to find out how to get it through to her that she needs to stop talking to this guy. Uh, so the story is he ghosted her a couple months ago, and she reached out to him recently, which is terrible. And then she actually went and saw him, and she went over to his house, and they hung out, and she took an Uber home like, he didn't offer to bring her home. He didn't offer to pay for the Uber. And I just need to get it through to her that she should lose his number and that he's not treating her with respect. So I will be listening to your show because um, I really, really want to see 
what advice you can give me here. Thank you so much. I love your show. Can't wait to hear it. Thanks for the voicemail. Yeah, what can you do if your best friend is dating the wrong person and you want to interfere so that they stop dating? I'll tell you what I think next. Have you ever had a best friend or somebody very close to your brother or sister dating the wrong person and you find out that, you know, they accept the unacceptable, not being treated right, and so on? What can you do to stop somebody else's relationship? Actually, unless there's physical abuse or abuse, there is nothing you can do. And it's when somebody's in a toxic relationship, they have to themselves realize this. It's like uh, an addiction, you know. Step one, you have to surrender and, and say there's a problem. So my advice is for you to not to spend any more energy of your time trying to convince your friend not to date that guy. She has to go through the pain, and then she will realize that, you know, it's not for her. She has to detox. But first, she has to realize on her own she's in a toxic relationship. So my advice for you to not say anything anymore and um, let her experience what she's going through. Because otherwise, you're wasting your time, and nothing good will happen from that. So just be a good friend, be there for the hard days, and wait for her to realize this is the wrong guy for her. Thanks for the voicemail. You call the next. If you have a romantic story to share, call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rosa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rosa. So you have a romantic story to share. I'm all ears. I do. It's actually a very um, modern romantic story. So oh, good. Um, <laughs> I moved to a different city uh, because of my job and... I didn't take my vehicle with me, so they offered to pay for lift rides for the first mm -hmm. two months while I was there. Mm -hmm. And the very first morning that I drove to work, you know, the lift driver was picked by, by my app, and I jumped in the car, and the 10-minute drive to work was so pleasant. We, you know, we were just talking about the city, and we got along really well. So I asked him if he would be willing to pick me up, you know, every day for the next two months to take me to work. And it was the funnest morning of my life <laughs> we would you know he would sometimes even take the long road to kind of make the drive a little longer um so we had a great time and and our relationships kind of developed into a friendship um once the two months were up once he was done driving me he's like hey listen i had a lot of fun i would like to continue talking to you and maybe be more than friends um mm -hmm. i felt a little uncomfortable about it because you know i had just moved to the city But within two weeks, I was like, you know, you're absolutely right. Let's go on a couple of dates. And uh, two years later, we're married. Ah, Mazel Tov. I, I like that story. Talk about the power of the universe. Talk about the power of the universe. How about that? Right? I know. it, And it was selected randomly by the, by the Lyft app. And I just happened to get along with this man so well. Our values align. Um, you know, it's, it's been awesome. We're very happily married. Congratulations. Listen, uh, it's going to give a lot of uh, uh, people hope that they get to their lift. Something like this might happen to, to them. So thank you for, for sharing that story. Thank you very much and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Bonjour, Melissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Melissa. So what's going on with your fiancé? How can I help you? Yes, so my fiancé and I have been engaged for two years. And... Mm -hmm. We were talking about planning a wedding for the first year, but it just sort of didn't happen. And then COVID happened, and so we had to put it off again. And then so I have been talking to him about trying to plan something for next year, but he just doesn't seem very interested. 
in planning a wedding at all. And I'm just wondering if you think that's a red flag. Well, that's a good question. So you know him. I don't know him. What do you think is the unspoken? Is he afraid of the final commitment? Is he phobic of, of, of a big marriage, a crowd? Or what do you think is, is slowing him down? You know, it's it's hard to say. I think I think that maybe he feels like everything is fine the way it is, so why change uh-huh. it? I see. Um, do you think it's a financial worry or is it an emotional worry? Mm. Both. Maybe a little bit of both. I think, you know, the money is definitely a part of it. Weddings are very expensive. and Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then that sort of brings the anxiety of it too. Well, here's my advice. Let's not beat around the bush. You need to know. Um, so when there is an unspoken, something not said, um, you need to know the answer. Uh, so I suggest this, Melissa. I suggest that, you know, uh, you find the right time and very peacefully said, you know, I felt in the last two years that you're dragging your feet after we got engaged. It was wonderful. And then, you know, what are you afraid of? How can we make it work? for the wedding is it the cost Should we wait we can have a small wedding you know soon and then a bigger wedding later when we have more money a big celebration and then listen to him listen to him and see what is the source the root of his anxiety and then go from there yeah i think that is something i need to do i i get a little bit afraid to talk about that stuff too so i put it off don't be afraid of the truth you need to know he needs to know where you stand and then you guys can compromise and make it work or not, but there's no reason to be afraid of asking a question or hearing an answer. It's what it is. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's good. Thank All right, you. Melissa. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Good luck to you, and I hope he says yes, and we can have a great wedding, and sooner or later you guys have a celebration of love, okay? Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're most welcome. Have a good night. You too. I got a question about exclusivity for you to finish the show. Did you have the DTR, the Define the Relationship Talk with your partner? Or did you become exclusive without having the talk? I'm going to have that talk with you next. So, did you have the Define the Relationship Talk with your partner? Or did you become exclusive without having the talk? The famous DTR. Define the relationship. The moment when you and your partner sit down uh, and decide together, you guys decide that it's time to be exclusive, right? So my question was that, did you have to define the relationship to become exclusive or you just naturally became exclusive without the talk? 68% of you voted we had the talk. 32% voted we didn't have the talk. We just let it happen. I had both situations, actually. I had... A couple of relationships that just naturally evolved to exclusive. We didn't really mention it. And um, others, we had the talk. I like to have the talk, actually. I think it's like a great step. It's interesting. Then we both know where we stand. Anyway, thank you so much for voting and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. Have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.